the somber voice of Caro Didi going under the name Earth today. Um, Caro, good morning. Good morning. Uh, thank you very much for joining CJSR this morning. Um, we really appreciate it. And you're currently out on the roads uh, with us today, uh, touring around uh, BC and, and Alberta. Whereabouts are you at the moment? Uh, so actually, I am on a day off back at home in Vancouver, just snuggling with my cat right now. Um, uh, but yeah, we ha- we're on the island uh, this weekend, and then tomorrow we're heading out to Kelowna um, and heading towards Alberta. So, yeah. Very nice. Is this your... F- first tour across Alberta and I had an EP back out in a few years back, three years back. Yeah, so uh, when I released that EP in 2015, I actually toured with um, my Australian friend Mavatit, who um, is a violinist and that was her solo project, but we did Eastern Canada. So I've actually never played in many of the places where we're playing on this BC Alberta tour, particularly Alberta. Very cool. So, I'm excited, yeah. Yeah, that'll be neat. Um, so, what's been going on in those interim years, like, um, artistically and, and creatively, um, where does uh, almost slash slash closer your latest single or EP, I guess, <laughs> free track EP, um, come into life? Where, what's, what's, what's been the developments that, that led to it? Uh, so, I was a student at Simon Fraser University, um, but I kind of, I've always been bouncing around. I took a gap year in France. I... Um, spent some time in Montreal doing some courses. Uh, so between the release of One Year Long and Almost Closer, I have been trying to settle into being an adult. <laughs> um, but also I, I took a little time living with a friend in Berlin as well. So I move around a lot. Um, so often what comes through in, in what I'm writing about is the things that are going on. So bouncing around, trying to figure out where I actually fit and what my degree is going to be worse than what I kind of want to do as an adult, so <laughs> that's mostly what it's been. <laughs> yeah. uh, any answers? <laughs> uh, to, to which you're, or to what you're, like, uh, have you found any answers some, to the big life questions oh, then uh, that you yeah, wish to share? Because, you know, we're all looking for answers. Yeah, on. I know, we're all looking. I, I would say that I, uh, Drew's still not, not exactly certain on what I am doing in my late 20s, but uh, I'm still going for it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Um, so this tour, you've been traveling with Porto. Tell us a little yes. bit about them. Porto uh, is a duo based in Vancouver, um, and they just released uh, an entire album. And we kind of, I met Victoria because they're pretty good at making sure they go out and support local artists. So they'll go to a lot of shows and um, meet a lot of folks. And it just turned out that Craig works under the kind of school system schedule and so do I. I work for as a support staff in schools so we both had spring break off so this is our spring break tour. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, so it just works out timing-wise and they're really fantastic so even just doing the the few days that we've done all together, it's been been really nice. They're they're both really kind, sweet people and hearing them play every night has been fantastic. Very cool. Um, so that's Porto and us and yourself, Ursa, today you're playing in, at the Sewing Machine Factory. And, and here in Edmonton, you're also playing with Days. Um, are yeah. they an outfit that you uh, have uh, played with before, or is this uh, a new experience? No, new experience. Very, very pumped for that show. Um, yeah, so we're, we're stoked. We're always keen. I think uh, the best part of touring is uh, meeting new musicians mm-hmm. that live in different places and being able to share stages with those people um, in Victoria we, we played with some really awesome musicians and so I'm only looking forward to meeting 
the new people. See that. That's happening on Tuesday night at the Sewing Machine Factory. The uh, show kicks off at 7 and uh, Sewing Machine Factory is a safe space for people and they have a great policy around a safe live music venue which uh, is kind of a model for other other places to go um, to, to copy. It's a, it's a great venue to, to be playing at. Now t- tell us a little bit about more your music. Though. I mean you describe it as um, springing full from the lush dark soil that lives between rocks and sidewalk squares um, which which gives you that, that sense that you're kind of um, bringing in urban and rural and um, kind of almost wilderness aspects to the songs is that is that what you're really trying to reflect is that kind of dichotomy between urban and 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 and, and, and nature yeah so often i feel a lot of west coast artists do this they're really drawn from the nature that surrounds us so i, I would say a lot of it comes from that but also the idea of kind of dipping my toes in lots of different genres and lots of different ways of of doing things so um, yeah, there's lots of themes of nature and that idea of being stuck in the, the city as, as as I am, but at the same time, just being able to pull from all of the different things around me at the same time. Your voice reminds me very much of Beth Alton. Um, is she someone, oh, cool. <laughs> is she someone that you <laughs> kind of aspire to? to like, did you have, like, who, yeah, I, I know, like, you talk about Daughter and Bon Iver and Sharon Van mm-hmm. as, as influences. Is Beth Alton in there too? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've never actually gotten that before, so I'm really pleased. But, um, yeah, one of definitely one of the artists that I draw from. And it's, it, it's funny too because the more I play music for people, for example, in the car on tour, um, the more music that you realize is out there and the more music that you're like, oh, yeah, that kind of sounds similar too. Um, even just having two other people in the, in the tour car and getting them to throw out some names of things. Like, oh, I've never heard this before, but yeah, they sound awesome. They do kind of sound like this person cool. and that person. So it's, it's interesting seeing where all different influences come from. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, with this being just a, an EP, do you have more music coming out soon? What's, the, what is, what's coming up? Yeah, so I'm currently demoing a record. So I'm trying to get all those pieces together to get back in the studio uh, this summer, hopefully in August. Um, yeah, so that's that's what currently I'm working on. I think it's time for a full length, and um, I'm excited to try some things that I couldn't try on a shorter shorter release, some interludes and some shorter songs and more experiment stuff. Uh, you also co-founded Terrified Swan Records. Can you tell us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? What? Who? Who else is? Uh, what? What is that? Just for your personal releases, or who else works with? Uh, well, uh, currently, so that's that's my uh, good friend and business partner, Laura Resnick, and I. She's also a singer songwriter, um, and we generally came together on the fact that being an independent artist, solo artist in particular, is very isolating. Um, so it, it it is a label, but we also always wanted it to be about building community and events so we are doing a monthly takeover here in vancouver um to put on shows uh to help lift up other women or gender marginalized folks um to make sure that they're heard because often um just bringing people together is what really builds that community we're always pitted against each other and so um just having spaces where we can come together instead is really nice um, but yeah, yeah. So we're we're working on lots of different things, but it's cooperative in the sense that we're we're there to support each other. Where often bands have members within them that they can they can kind of do that support where we never have. So 
that's how that started. Very cool. Sounds terrified to swing my records. Well, thank you very much. This is Ursa Day who's been chatting to us, and uh, thank you for taking the time to chat to Sue Sal this morning. She is playing um, alongside Porto and Days at the Sewing Machine Factory on Tuesday night from uh, 7 p.m. Show at 8, um, and it's just $10, uh, it seems like, which is a, an absolute bargain. So, um, Ursa Day, thank you so much for joining us this morning, Caro Didi. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Good luck with the rest of your tour. Thank you so much. Okay, have fun. Uh, again, if you uh, want to check them out, it's the Sewing Machine Factory, Tuesday night, Tuesday, March 26th. Um, doors at 7, show at 8 o'clock. And we're going to hear another piece from uh, today's... Um, actually, I'm going to bring it back on. Are you still there, actually, Caro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Um, we're going to finish with... Um, well, we're going to wrap up with your almost love tune. Do you want to? Do you want to just kind of introduce that? Because, well, actually, what I really like about your your single title is it's almost closer, which kind of mashes together the the two tracks at the beginning yeah. of your EP, "Almost Love" and "Come No Closer." But can you? I guess sorry, um, I should have asked this, obviously. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. explain to us um, how that mashup comes. How connected are those songs, uh, and and where does "Almost Closer" come from? "Almost Love" come from? Yeah, so I was having a really hard time figuring out what I was going to call the CP because it was only three tracks. Um, and that last track is, in fact, a where I carry covered. So um, I decided very last minute when I was just kind of putting placeholders that I would call it the Almost Love Come No Closer EP, which is ridiculous. So it just <laughs> kind of ended up slowly getting shortened to Almost Closer. Because it's true that both those songs kind of have this idea of the almost and also the not quite being close enough to someone so um, it ended up working all around with all of the themes that are within it uh, but yeah that's how that's how it ended up ended up as it was 